I've never actually kicked people out of my house except for during this one match. Not proud of my actions, <laughs> but I do stand by it. It was deserved. Welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Special Edition Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Scott? I think you're right. Through the summer, yes, we are going to have a few special pods. Because yeah. normally, what we like to do, if you've been a past listener of us, you know what we give you on a weekly basis. That's right. And we cannot do that during the summer. We but could, We can make it up. We could. That'd be weird. But listen... Could we ever come close to the script writing of the Premier League writers? <laughs> and taking that from the Men and Blazers, the answer to that is no. 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 So anyways, we're going to do our best to have a, a few little blurbs uh, of special pods this summer uh, going into our season previews, which will happen near the end of July. Yeah, that's right. And so, but until we get there, we got a couple things happening. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we wanted to kick that off with uh, what we have today. So you're David Smith. I'm I Scott am. Weeby. I didn't say that, did I? Nope, that's okay. Brian Shesko's at the beach. Yeah, Brian truly is at the beach. Truly at the beach in every way, shape, and sure. form. Sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so in lieu of a, an actual World Cup preview, yes. which nobody wants to hear us talk about who we think is going to I actually had it. some requests, but I, I just felt oh. like it wasn't going to happen. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, sorry to our uh, <laughs> fanboys out there. But in lieu of that, I, uh, we had posted something on our blog last yeah. week called it Diary Entry, and it truly is a diary entry. There's nothing fancy or long form about it. Just right. a short little something on our blog about the World Cup. It's called Diary Entry of a World Cup Fan. Okay. And uh, we thought we'd do a, a light audio adaptation of that post for our podcast feed. I am excited. Okay. So... I guess I should go ahead and begin. Start us off. All right. I am a Liverpool fan, but that's not actually the entire truth. Every time I watch the United States men's national team, I actually realize that that is my team. The USMNT for short. I am a USMNT fan, first and foremost. That is my true team. And like many Americans who were old enough to follow sports in the 1990s, I started paying attention to soccer in 1994 when the United States hosted the World Cup. Sure. But even that last sentence isn't entirely true because I didn't follow soccer starting in 1994. What I actually started to follow, like many Americans to this day, was just the World Cup. But in 2002, when the Americans made it to the quarterfinals, I guaranteed to myself I would never miss another competition. And then after 2006, when the United States was dreadful, I opened myself up to the Premier League. And the rest, as you know, Dave, yes, is history. Your life changed. Absolutely. For the did. better. That's truly when I became a Liverpool fan. But as you would notice, more than a decade, I was only a United States men's national team fan. Sure. It's the team that I admit that I live and die with the most. Even over the last couple of weeks, as three meaningless friendlies were played, I was paying attention to those matches because that is my team. So today, with the 2018 World Cup approaching, I thought it'd be a good idea to tell a story of living and a story of dying. Mm. 
in a way, I guess it's my way of coping with the fact that the United States is not in the 2018 World Cup. Yeah. Wow. So, Sounds like there's some emotion in there. There's a little. Yeah. There's a little. Oh, boy. I hope it comes through. Let's start with the story of dying. Every time the United States is eliminated from a World Cup, I feel a level of devastation unparalleled with my other sports teams. In 2014, when Belgium defeated the United States in the round of 16, I'm not ashamed to admit that I needed a full two days to get over it. Sure, Tim Howard was amazing with his 16 or whatever number of saves that he made, but still to this day I cannot figure out how did Wando miss. There was a little comfort in that loss knowing that the United States was not the favorite. This was not, however, a source of comfort when the United States was eliminated in 2010. They were playing against Ghana, the same African nation that had beaten them in the dreadful 2006 World Cup. This was time for revenge. Technically, the U.S. was probably not the favorite here either, but there was definitely a good shot at advancing. Plus, there was magic in this squad. More on that later. This, I felt, was going to happen. And then suddenly it didn't. Asamoa Gion scored in extra time, and Ghana held on to win two goals to one. I remember exactly where I was and who I was with during that match. I remember a couple of people in particular who decided they were going to become Ghana fans about three-fourths of the way through the match. I'm not going to tell you what I did, but I've never actually kicked people out of my house except for during this one match. Not proud of my actions, but I do stand by it. It was deserved. We were supposed to attend a big party later that evening, which we did, but I was a shell of a person. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a shell of a person. My team, my real and true team, was out of the World Cup earlier than I thought they should be. I was down and out for days. Days. Mm. This truly, as silly as it might sound, this truly felt like a death that needed to be properly grieved. Mm. Which leads to my story of living. Ironically, maybe not so ironically, it happened during the same 2010 World Cup. And if you are also a USMNT fan with me, you already know where I'm going to be going with this. It was the final group stage match. Algeria were the opponents. The United States needed to win to advance but in the 91st minute, it was still 0-0. Zero, zero. The U.S., however, suddenly came into a counterattacking opportunity. Clint Dempsey took a shot that was denied by the keeper, but the rebound fell to a sprinting Landon Donovan who put it away. 1-0 U.S. Let the celebration begin. In fact, thanks to YouTube, I can actually play for you how this sounded. It just gave me chills again. Yeah. Here's the thing. Listening to it now, I love that Go Go USA. I love the you couldn't write a script like this. But I'm going to be honest with you. I did not hear those words when the goal went in live. Let me explain why. I was scheduled to work second shift this day, and so the timing was perfect. I was going to watch the match, and it was going to lead right into me needing to leave for work. My wife and my only child at the time were 
away. So it was just me and Ian Dark, the announcer, and this match. Suddenly, 91st minute, the goal goes in. This is what happened. I jumped up and started screaming, but I felt like it wasn't enough. Okay. I had more joy that I needed to release. So I ran outside of my townhouse that I owned at the time and out into the parking lot of the subdivision. Yeah. I slightly bent my knees, extended my fists straight out in front of me, and I released this guttural yell at the top of my lungs out in the parking lot. When I, I ran out of breath, I inhaled, and I did it again. <laughs> Then I realized where I was, and I ran back inside, back in front of my TV. But I'm not ashamed. Yeah. I've never have been ashamed. Landon Donovan had scored the winning goal. By the time I got back inside, the celebration had winded down. And to this day, that is the only time that sports has driven me to run from my house like a wild man and scream out into the great outdoors. That's awesome. As you said, same for me. I still watch this goal on YouTube all the time. There's actually another video of one bar after another in the United States and the crowd of people and their reactions after this goal goes in all across the country. There's music behind it. Um, it's amazing. It gives me goosebumps. It did just now when I watched it for the 4,232nd time. It probably always will. And that picture of me outside, I'm very proud of it. There's no shame here. I share this story because that was my moment of living as a, as a soccer fan, as a U.S. men's national team fan. And for those of you who are living outside of the United States or even in the United States following a different country, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe this will be your World Cup. If you haven't had it yet, maybe you'll have your outdoor moment with your country during the upcoming competition. Well done, Scott. Man, I tell you what, that was uh, – not only did I get goosebumps, like I already said, but uh... – that was excellent, kind of reliving, reliving those moments with you. It's fun. It's fun to go back. Now we'll just have to sit back and just watch. We'll have to sit back and somehow try to summon yeah. some feelings maybe for a country that isn't our own. In fact, the highlight for us is going to be the day before the competition starts when we find out if we host in 2026. Yeah. That, that will be somewhat exciting. Hopefully, find out soon. Hopefully we will uh, we'll be on the, the, the winner's list. All right. Well, uh, listen for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.